the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether you have pain in your back or joints, surgery may not be the answer. Instead of the dangers involved in cutting out tissue, consider healing and rejuvenating the area with stem cells, platelet-rich plasma, or prolotherapy. The treatments that are available to professional athletes are now available for you. Watch the videos at jointrehab.com or call the Darrell Wellness Institute at 800-300-9300. 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. We're taking your calls at 866-870-5752. You can also check out the website at www.lastemcells.com. That's lastemcells.com. You can see Dr. Darrow performing the treatments on videos. And you can also email him off of every page on the site. And right now we're speaking with Angela in Los Angeles. What do you so, think? Angela, yeah, Angela, thanks for hanging on through the break. I just wanted I, I to go think, through a... Um, Dr. Darrow, I think yeah. I've tried to get my practitioners, you know, I'm not muscle in them or anything, but um, to listen to you because mm-hmm. I think you're so educated. I'm just like, wow, this guy really knows, knows his stuff. <laughs> I mean... Well, I know the stuff I know. I don't know that much about yeah, everything, that's, but... But that's good. Uh, but I've been doing this work, you know, uh, this is my whole medical career. And I did... I did notice something because I, I called you before and I did get a copy of your book and I read a little part oh, okay. about um, the iatrogenic diseases that you use that word. A lot of people don't use that word. Yeah, iatrogenic just means that it's caused by doctors or medicine or surgery. Right, or, something that happened in the medical community. Yeah, or infections when you go in the hospital. It's stuff right. that happens that really shouldn't happen, but that's part of medicine. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe there's human error in it, too because uh, we are humans and surgeons are humans. And although we think about surgery as something that's perfection, I don't see it. I don't see the results like that, unfortunately. I wish I did. If that were the case, I would be doing orthopedic surgery right now. I had the option to do it, and I bombed out in order to do this type of work instead because I thought it was more beneficial and healthier for people and did better. My results, I think, are amazing. And um, I'm sure orthopedic surgeons think their results are amazing. And to be honest with you, we fight. I have friends who are orthopedic surgeons, and we fight it out because they think they're right, and I think I'm right. And I don't think what they're doing is good for people, and they think I'm wasting my time. I think you can both be right. Well, you know, using my treatment of regenerating the body, platelets and stem cells, is amazing when Mm -hmm. it's used on the right candidate. And I think surgery is amazing when it's used on the right candidate. But unfortunately, there's way too many surgeries that shouldn't be done because it's not the proper thing to do. And what I do is conservative, and what surgeons do is invasive. Mm -hmm. So just based on that, uh, I'm not a fan of surgery unless it's needed. And then I'm a total fan of it. You know, it's very rare that someone comes to me that I think needs surgery. 
I don't remember the last time I sent someone for surgery. But there are cases where it needs to be done. I'm not going to put that down. It's just, it's overused. Right, trauma. That's a very traumatic process. My shoulder didn't heal after my surgery for a few years until I learned about this type of treatment. I injected myself, and it healed the very next morning. I had full range of motion, no pain. That's not typically how it works. That's what happened to me, and that woke me up. It usually takes a few treatments. You know, it all depends. Depends what the pathology okay, is. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, where can I get the needle to inject myself? <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, hilarious. Um, anyways, no, thanks so much for your help about um, just telling me. I mean, it, it, every, what you said to me makes so much sense. Well, I'm not going to lie to you, okay? Mm-hmm. And when patients come in, they go, they say a lot of things. They go, tell me what to do. I go, no, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to educate you. And often I send them to an orthopedic surgeon to get a second opinion. And I say, you decide. It's your body. I don't own your body. And then they say, how come you're not a cheerleader? All my other doctors are telling me to get surgery and that's going to work. Well, guess what? I have patients who come in almost every single day who had a failed surgery that didn't work after they were told it's going to work. So I don't tell people my thing is going to work. I don't tell them that platelets and stem cells are going to work. I tell them my experience with it. It works most of the time, but there's cases that it doesn't work. And I'll tell you the reasons that my work doesn't work. It's usually because the patient stays too active afterwards and doesn't allow the tissue to grow back. Or they're taking things like... um, anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen that blocks the healing Mm. or they don't get enough treatment. They think one time is going to be magic because they read about stem cells and platelets as being this magical thing. There's nothing magic about it. It just makes sense. It's going to regrow tissue. Another reason, and I have this happen all the time, people come in who have had this work done on them and the doctor doesn't use an ultrasound to look inside to guide the needle. Okay, so the, the solution doesn't even go to the right spot. And then the last thing is there's a lot of docs who don't know what they're doing in this field. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, they, and a lot of times it's chiropractors that are getting the patients from their practice and then hiring a nurse or a doctor to come in for the day, who, and those people don't even know what they're doing. So you have to be careful. And I tell this to every patient because I refer patients out to lots of different types of doctors, whatever their, um, you know, their status is medically. Because if someone comes in with, let's say, a shoulder problem or let's say a low back problem like yours or whatever it is, I get into their general health with them also. And I guide them with everything, hormone treatments, you know, what we call anti-aging, you name it. I guide with everything. And, um, when they say, which doctor should I go see for my kidneys? I go, go to the guy who does the most of what you need done. That's always the criteria I use for a doctor. Who does the most in that field? And I had a surgery, a very dangerous surgery done on me many years ago. It was called a, you'll never get this. Don't even try to write it down. It was called a pheochromocytoma. 
It's a tumor on the adrenal gland that can kill you instantly by releasing adrenaline. So I looked all over the world for the doctor who had done the most. And uh, I love the guy. His his name was Kwan Du. He was up in San Francisco. He had done like 300 of these when most doctors who do this work had done maybe one because they don't find that many of them. It's a very rare tumor. I flew up there. I had surgery in San Francisco. And listen to this. He comes in after the surgery, and I am miserable. It's an abdominal surgery, very painful. And he says, you're leaving the hospital now. And I said, I can't move, Doc. He goes, I don't care. You are leaving now. I've never had anyone get infected. And if you stay in the hospital, there's a good percentage chance that you're going to get an infection. He says, you're leaving now. So I got a cab. I went back. I hobbled to the cab in a lot of pain. Went back to my hotel room and uh, literally laid under the covers for three days uh, until I could move again and came back to see him. He said, don't worry about going back to your hotel room. He said, I've got that, the tissue tied up so tight that nothing can happen to you. So hospitals are not a good place to be. I think people know that. At any, any rate, I think I can help you based on what you're telling me, but um, you've got to come in and let me touch the area. I can tell you in two seconds whether my treatment of injections with your own body cells can help you. you know, we call it regenerative medicine, PRP and stem cells. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Angela. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All right. And we're going to go to Anna. And before we get to Anna, I'm going to give out the phone number so people can talk to me because I love you and I love talking to you. And if you call in, you're going to help thousands of other people listening. So the phone number to call me right now, and you'll get a free copy of my book, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate. It's almost a couple hundred pages, and it's got, uh, how many studies is it, Nita? hundred and... Oh, no, way more than 250, that. 264. 264 studies, yeah. yeah, on regenerative medicine and why it works for most people on on bodies better than surgery can. Surgery is needed. I'm not going to say it's not. I am not putting down surgeons. I love surgeons. I say this on every show. They do the hardest work that there is to do in medicine. It's grueling being on your feet all day. I did a lot of it in my training. It's grueling, and it's dangerous work. You can hurt people. Um, I've seen people die on the table, and I've seen people die, you know, weeks or months after a surgery from things that just went wrong. So it's invasive. I'm not putting it down because there are cases where it's needed, but most of the time that I see in musculoskeletal medicine, I personally don't think it should be done. You know, I'm not the god of medicine. You decide. Go to all the doctors you want, get informed consent, and then you decide what you want to do. It's up to you. It's not up to me to tell you what to do. So, Anna, how are you? Hello. Hello, Anna. Hi. I understand that your ankle bothers you. Yeah, um... This is the second time I've sprained my ankle. I just sprained it again yesterday. Luckily, it was not a terrible sprain, but 
my my question, I have a couple of them, but the, in regard to the ankle, um, do you find once you've sprained it once that it will always be more susceptible to future sprains? Definitely what not. Do you about it? Definitely not. Okay. So, yeah. So um, It doesn't mean because someone sprains an ankle, they're going to continue spraining their ankle. However, if your ankle has some laxity in it, and has yours gotten black and blue when you've sprained it? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Just, just on the side. Yeah, like on the side is, is, where, is where we have what's called the anterior talofibular ligament. So if you have a pencil, write it down, anterior talofibular ligament, ATF ligament. If you look that up, you'll see that holds what's called the lateral malleolus down to the bones in the foot. And it's the most um, common ligament sprain on the body because, you know, people are tall and that little ankle joint is small. There's a lot of torque on it. So people sprain their ankles frequently. I've sprained my ankles I don't know how many times from running on uneven surfaces, uh, running in the mountains, things like that. And um, my ankles are fine. Um, It's just that I'm real active. So because I had one sprain doesn't mean I'm going to ever sprain them again. I haven't sprained my ankles in years. Um, So I'm not worried about you spraining again. But if you're having continued pain, then... Uh, we can inject that ligament. And what I do with the ankle is I inject the deltoid ligaments on the middle side, the medial side, and the anterior talofibrillar ligament and the others because uh, there's ligaments all around the ankle that, that hold hold us up in a sense. Um, I use a very teeny little needle and a cold spray so it doesn't hurt very badly to do it. If there's actual laxity in the joints, then we inject into the joint also at the same time. So it's an easy fix, and um, most people do super well with it. So if you have continued pain, usually sprains in the ankle go away by themselves. I had one that was really bad um, where I ripped everything, and that took, uh, mm-hmm. my God, about two months to heal. My daughter, Jordan, who plays soccer in college, ripped all of the ligaments on her ankle, and I injected all the way around, and she's back to playing soccer again. So wow. you see, you see how you do. That's amazing. There's, there's not, a, a, there's no necessity mm-hmm. to treat it if it's healing. Now, a lot of people will come in and say, "I just sprained it, and I want it to heal faster. So please, do regenerative medicine. Put some platelets or stem cells in it now, anyway." And I still will do that to assist in the healing. Okay, great. There, I have also um, one of my hips is arthritic. Okay. Um, and looks like it's got jagged edges. Sure. Um, the other is actually still quite good, and I'm okay. in my 50s. Okay. Um, the difference between stem cell and the PRP, when you have degenerative like that, when you have, um, you know, some, like the jagged edges around, is there uh, one that's better than the other? It's not about better. It's more like um, if you're digging a hole, I'm making this real simple. Do you want one person digging or do you want two people digging? If you want to get it done quick. 
or the opposite. If you want to fill up a hole, do you want two guys filling it up with dirt or one? And I know it's kind of a crude analogy, but the idea is they both work great. Platelets work great and stem cells work great. But when you mix them together, you're getting, uh, you know, a lot of different healing techniques put together. So the platelets have Ah. growth factors and the stem cells literally build colonies of cells. So I use them together. So if I'm injecting myself, I always use platelets and stem cells together. But it's up to the patient to decide what they want, and it depends on what their pathology is. And it depends, uh, you know, if it's a high elite athlete, they're always going to go for stem cells plus platelets. They're not going to mess around. Make, well, does that I make sense? Think of, uh, you know, all of us should think of ourselves as a pro athlete if we want to be able to walk around and get through life. You know, it's like you better take good care of your body. Yeah. Well, again, it's one of those things where patients say, what should I do, doc? And I go, it's your choice. You know, it's always your choice. I don't tell people what to do. Right. I'll tell you what the options are and educate you into how they work. And then it's up to you to decide what you want to do. I'll tell you the one thing I learned. And the best results are, yeah. I learned a long time ago in the beginning of my medical career, which is, when I tell patients what to do, they get mad at me later. They go, why'd you tell me this? Mm. My my friend told me it should have been that. So I don't do that. And then they go, my doctor told me what you do doesn't work. Well, that's because the doctor doesn't do that work. You know, there's a saying in medicine, if you're not up on it, you're down on it. And... Um, it's unfortunate medicine, it, moves, it progresses very slowly. Doctors get their referrals mainly from other doctors. And um, if you're getting your referrals from another doctor, you have to be very careful to stay in that tight little box. Because if you're doing something outside the box, the other doctors aren't going to refer to you. I'll tell you what's interesting. I've been doing this work for close to 25 years. And only recently have I started getting referrals, a lot of referrals from MDs. They used to shy away from me. But now this is becoming almost mainstream. I'm not going to say it's mainstream, but it's getting out there. Um, Regenerative medicine using platelets and stem cells is getting out there. And a lot of doctors are frustrated doing their work and are switching over to doing this work. I know a lot of orthopedic surgeons now. I think it's great. A lot of orthopedic surgeons are starting to do regenerative medicine. So that tells you something right there. If they're backing off on doing surgery, sense. if they're not doing the surgeries yeah. and they're, they're just doing these injections to heal, they know something that most people don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yes, Anna, the, the, ankles, so the ankles heal very quickly for the most part. I'll say that. I think it's because there's a lot of blood that pools down in the ankles from gravity. And blood carries oxygen, and oxygen is what heals. Okay? So a lot of times when someone has, let's say, diabetic ulcers, or they've had plastic surgery or something like that, they'll go into a hyperbaric oxygen tank to heal quick. So what we do stimulates the blood flow. It brings inflammation and um, helps the healing 
much quicker. What is the downtime? So for the hip, for example, if you, if I opt for the, um, stem cell com- combination with the PRP, yeah, right. with the platelets, um, what do you recommend? Because I know you're saying the best results are to allow it to completely, you know, regrow. What does that time frame look like? You know, it's different. For, it's different for everybody. But what I like to do is follow up with patients so they'll get injected today. They'll come back in two weeks. So I say, give me two weeks, please, where you're not beating yourself up with your sport or excess walking. This is a very funny story. A gentleman flew in um, yesterday, actually, and um, he said, uh, you know, you injected me uh, two weeks ago. And um, I said, yeah. And I said, how are you doing? He says, well, I feel about the same. And I said, yeah, but you were walking an hour a day. And he said, but that's not exercise. I make everyone sign a little form that says they won't exercise with my, without my consent. But people cheat on me. Right. He said, that's not exercising. I said, what are you kidding me? You know, that's ridiculous. Of course that's exercising. So if it was his shoulder, I don't care how much he walks or runs. But if it's his knee or his hip or his foot... Please give it a break and let it heal for at least a couple of weeks till I can talk to you again and see it. That makes what, sense. What I have found more than anything that blocks a person's acknowledgement that they feel better, because there is healing going on, whether they feel better or not. There are cells that are growing. The tissue is growing back. But the biggest reason that people don't feel better when they come back is because they were overly active. And when they finally stop that activity, suddenly they feel better. And about how long before they go back in general to um, normal activity? Is it maybe a month or so? You know, I can give you examples of different people. Um, There's a gentleman uh, who is a very high-level skier and high-level biker. You know, he does bike rides through the mountains, races 200 miles long. Um, He came in with very severe arthritis in his knees. The knees just looked like they had knobs all over them. We did three stem cell treatments. He was pain-free, and obviously he went back to his sport then. And uh, he comes in every three to six months for a treatment, and he doesn't have pain. And I keep saying, you don't need to come back for treatment. He goes, yes, I do. I know how I created the arthritis, and I never want to have pain again. So everyone is different. He does it prophylactically. Mm. Most people don't do that, but it's becoming more common now where people come in. Let's say they're a tennis player, and they have their right knee is arthritic. And they'll say, please do my left knee. And I go, but there's nothing wrong with your left knee. And they go, well, there's going to be if I don't treat it. So I want to treat it now. And I think over time that people will prophylactically start treating their bodies with platelets and stem cells if they're very active. Because we know things will break down if you're active. It's like a tire on a car. And if you're racing that car and burning rubber, the tire is going to wear down. So all we're doing in a sense, an analogy, is we're retreading the tire. We're regrowing the tissue. 
All right. You have great questions, Anna. Anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, that was really helpful. I'm, you know, excited to come in and see you. All right. God bless you, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can call my office at 800-300-9300. You can go to my website and watch videos of the procedures, www.lastemcells.com. Thank you, Nita Valens. You're a great host. Suzette, Alex, and the crew, thank you so much. God bless you all. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Now that you've heard Dr. Darrow, you can schedule an appointment to talk with him in person by calling his office anytime at 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Or go online to lastemcells.com. Again, the website is lastemcells.com. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow is heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. here on AM870, The Answer. Remember, to take the first step toward a pain-free life, schedule an appointment by calling 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Live long and pain-free. And thanks for joining us today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.